Blog Talk Radio. We are vibrational beings. You know, we're not just flesh and blood. You know, uh, if you put anything under a microscope, an intense microscope, you're going to ultimately see that everything is vibration. And, in, and as the scientists are not telling us, there's information there. But it's not solid. It's always moving. So we're vibrational beings. And when we lift our vibration to what we want to experience, it happens first on a vibratory level. And then it shows up and manifests in our life. So uh, people who are holding on to rancor, animosity, mm-hmm. they're slowing down their vibration. Okay. Another way of saying is you cannot have what you're not willing to become vibrationally. Ah. If you do get it, you'll lose it. Ah. You see, this is why people, they'll win the lottery, they, <laughs> they lose everything, yes. or they'll finally get the person they think they Absolutely. want to be with. They can't keep, the, can't keep the relationship, or they'll get a modicum of success but can't hold on to it, because inside they weren't vibrationally aligned. They really hadn't become it. So you can temporarily manipulate and get things, but to have it completely you have to lift your vibration and, and become that in, in, in vibration you're not really attracting things to you you're really radiating ah it's really a radiation I could cry right now it's like if I become the vibrational frequency of love harmony peace and I'm radiating that that's the key it's gonna show up in my life that's the key that's the word you're not attracting it you have to be it and radiate it and then it it comes it is drawn to you right from you to it yeah you have to like yourself when you're by yourself yeah you have to like yourself I mean when you when you're by yourself you have to look at those thoughts the beautiful thoughts the crazy thoughts Mm -hmm. you have to embrace yourself you have to forgive yourself you have to love yourself and when you can fall in love with yourself and like yourself when you're by yourself now you can be with others but if you don't like yourself when you're by yourself, then you're pulling on others to make you happy. Hey, Instagram. Is it possible to life vision when you're at the bottom? Not only is it possible, that's probably the best time to do it. When circumstances and situations are pressing in upon us, the only way we can overcome them is to go within. To actually begin to ask very empowering questions with the awareness that this universal presence and its law will answer any question that you ask. So if you're in a situation that uh, is pressing on you and you ask, what's trying to emerge in my life? What is my gift to share? What is my purpose? Why am I here on the planet? Not just how can I pay my rent, not just how can I stop the pain. You ask empowering questions, the universe will answer these questions in a language and in a way that you can understand. There'll be inner prompting, there'll be intuitive hits, nudges, signs, symbols, dreams. It'll come in the language of the, own, the, the individual soul and heart. The difficulty is that when people are in tough situations, they ask disempowering questions. Whoa. They say, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. Who's to blame? Yeah. Why, Why me? me? Yes. Those are the disempowering questions. So the universe will answer those too. It'll pull on the database of human experience and say you were born on the wrong side of the tracks or you were born on the right side of the tracks or you this happened or that happened. It will give you a a, a bevy of excuses. But if you ask an empowering question, you'll get an answer to rise above the muck. So it's all about the question, 
the sincerity of the question, and then the ability and the willingness to, to really listen, to really be available. That, that's where the juice is. And that is available to every human being. Whether an individual is in prison, whether an individual is imprisoned by circumstance, imprisoned in their own mind about an event that happened in their past, it doesn't matter. Once you ask with sincerity, the universe will answer. That's, that's the way it operates. You know, it goes back to asking the question. Yeah. And it, but it also goes back to understanding that the presence of God has never made a mistake, yeah. doesn't do do-overs, and doesn't repeat itself. Yeah. Therefore, each of us are unique expressions of the infinite. The way the infinite gets to express its infinite nature is through its uniqueness. Therefore, I have a mandate to discover myself, find out who and what I am, what my purpose is, and to express it. And that, and that idea within us yeah. is infinite and is always unfolding. So it's not a one and done. It's not, I've arrived. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm always on a journey of unfolding. You grow where you're planted. You grow where you're planted. And, and then you ask, what's trying to emerge? What's trying to unfold? And you'll start to get hints. You start to take baby steps walking in that direction. And as you take baby steps, inertia becomes momentum. Mm -hmm. And then possibilities start to reveal themselves. Potential starts to be activated. And, and you find yourself, as you look back, wow, I'm changed. I'm different. Yeah. When did that happen? You have to be in alignment with it. You have to have a level of practice. You have to give up your resistance to the circumstance. In other words, you're, it's, you're not arguing and resisting the with the circumstance. Yeah. I know this person said, I prayed. I did that. God <laughs> hadn't answered me yet. Yeah. This is the deal. God is always answering. Yes. But are we receiving? Are we listening? Are we available? Yeah. So prayer, meditation, life visioning, it attunes us to become in alignment yeah. with that vibration. So we actually can hear it. We can actually feel it and then move in that direction. Many people, uh, if their prayers would be answered, they couldn't even receive it. They're not, they're not vibrationally ready. Victim consciousness is where many people live. Yeah. Somebody did it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is because you just make, you know, my ex-boyfriend, my boss. The world isn't fair. The world isn't fair. They're doing it to me. The reason why I'm not happy is somebody else's fault. Mm -hmm. God did it to me. The devil did it to me. My astrological sign did it to me. The numbers did it my to mother. me. My mother. My karma. Yeah. Okay. That's the victim stage. Every victim has a victim story. You ask somebody, a victim, what's going on, they'll give you a list of complaints about what's wrong and who did it. Fanny Lou Hamer once said, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired, something happens and you start to open up to a possibility that maybe, maybe I'm in my own way. Maybe there's something more than, than what meets the eye. You're going to need something that is not within your little mind and your little perception. And that's where prayer comes in. That's where meditation comes in. That's where life visioning comes in. So if you just said, help, I'm open. I'm available to something new. Now you're on your way. Yeah. Help yeah. is a prayer. Help, help is a prayer. Yeah. I, I say, when I use the word help, I say, hello, eternal loving presence. That's what help means to me. Yeah. Hello, eternal, eternal loving, loving presence. Wow, that's a good one.
back in the day when the Bodhi tree existed and a book fell off the shelf. Just, I walked in and the book just slammed on the floor off the shelf and it was exactly what I needed to read at that time. And so I learned about manifestation. I learned about the second stage, which is how to manifest, which is establishing intention, beginning to see visually the kind of life you want to uh, live, beginning to have conversation about that kind of life. I tell people you have to talk about it more than you talk about your problems because at the end of the day, if you're complaining more than you're talking about your vision, yeah. then you're in inertia. So this is a shift that takes place where you're actually talking about the possibilities mm -hmm. more than you're talking about your issues. Yeah. You don't deny the issues. Bad things have happened to people. You're not denying that those things have happened. But it's the energy that you give to it. That yes. is a definite true fact. If you start talking about somebody or you're engaged in a conversation where you're gossiping, before long, you're spiraling down. Energy goes into those lower frequencies. Yep. Doubt, worry, fear. All, now you're in, you're in that sediment. Mm -hmm. You're in that dynamic. Mm -hmm. But if you start talking about possibility, even, even if you don't know how to get there, then your energy starts to go up. Mm -hmm. You know, what if, you ask a what if question, you know, what if, what if all my needs were met? What would I be doing in my life? What if everything is really working together for my good? What if all the bad things that have happened in my life are leading me to activating some great potential in my, in my experience? Mm -hmm. What if God really is on my side? Yeah. You know, you ask a what if question and you start to notice little tiny miracles happening in your life. Mm -hmm. Things start to manifest. You don't know how they got there. The, the primary dark night of the soul is when you're losing your identification yeah. with your previous identity, but you don't yet have an identification with what's new emerging. You're mm -hmm. in That's good. the dark. That's good. You don't know. Uh, you, you, you knew this is who you used to be, yeah. but you're not that anymore. But who you're becoming, you're not that either. So it's dark. It's really... And sometimes it's excruciating. Sometimes it's a lot of fear, a lot of disconnect. And I, I, I tell people that when you're going through that, mm -hmm. tell them to ask this question. If this experience were to last forever, yeah. what quality would have to emerge for me to have peace of mind? Ooh. So if you ask that question, and you say, oh, if, I, if, I, if, I, if, this, if this particular experience was, was going to last forever, I would, need, I would need some strength, I would need some, some peace, I would need a little bit more, you know, name whatever quality. And what happens is, when your attention starts focusing on that quality, rather than resisting the dark night, then the process is speeded up. And your identification, you move through it, you move it, through it faster. Yeah. Pain pushes until the vision pulls. So, mm. life is progressive, and it's pushing you, yeah until you get pulled by a larger vision. So once you have a vision that you can articulate. Okay, so pain pushes you, so it get, it's hard, it's harder, it's harder, it's harder, and it's trying to force you into having a vision, a vision yes. that's bigger than, than, than the, the pain. pain. And that's a principle. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Potential is always bigger than the problem. Your potential is infinite and is always bigger than whatever problem you're going through. You begin to have a, a, a vision about the possibility. Mm -hmm. You start to be pulled by it 
And then once you really sincerely embrace it yeah. and your life begins to be, okay, when I wake up this morning, I'm going to walk in the direction of my purpose. I'm going to walk in the direction of my vision. I'm going to walk in the direction of that possibility and the potential yes. instead of allowing myself to go, oh, woe is me, or I can't believe, or that. Right. I'm going to walk in the... The cosmic yeah. two-by-four doesn't need to hit you as much. Wow. You're pulled. You're being pulled more by joy, and it's like... I'm being pulled by some, something. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges. Of course. Of course. We don't, we don't, we're not praying to live a challenge-free life. We're praying that the challenges that come activate latent potential. Understanding that pain pushes until vision pulls. Ask what-if questions. Yes. Begin to see, visualize the kind of life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Begin to talk about it. Begin to write it down. Begin to dream about it. And then what I, what I teach is... You talk about it. Doesn't mean you talk to everybody because everyone is not trustworthy. That's right. You talk to selected friends about it. About it. You talk to it. Uh -huh. You actually talk to the vision. Talk to the possibility. Talk to love. You talk to peace. You talk to prosperity. I see you everywhere. I see you prosperity in the lawn. I see you abundance on the in the grain of the sand. I see you everywhere. Mm -hmm. You talk to it, and then after a while. You're talking from it. a lot 
like I'll start my day with it sometimes or if I'm in particular moments of growth, I try to make sure that I that um, clip is next to me as, as much as possible. And some of y'all, I have sent it to you. So, like, this, that's how important that little, what, 13, 15 minutes is to me that I think that it should help transform. Tonight's topic, we are talking about release, let go to let it flow. And this is a wonderful way to open up. First of all, what's up? Y'all are going to see me going back and forth. So this is what's up Instagram, what's up Facebook, um, and then everyone on the line. If you are, if you want to jump on the line, if you want to join the conversation, if you want to get a mini reading, the number is 515-606-9793. Again, that number is 515-606-9793. Um, so let's go ahead and, and move towards what it means to actually release. Um, let me pull up my notes for today. And how, um, you know, a, a lot of people talk about, like, uh, emotional baggage. A lot of folks understand what it means to be the bag lady or what it means to bring, you know, bones from another skeleton into the next closet, right? We have all of these things on how we hold energy. So I want to talk about, first I want to talk about physically what happens when we don't release. Then we're going to talk about the mental, then we'll talk about the emotional, then we'll talk about spiritual. Now we're going to go backwards from the actual impact because remember in holistic health by the time anything, any ailment gets to your body to your actual person it has already attacked your spiritual, it has already attacked your mental, it has already attacked your emotional, and the physical manifestation of whatever that ailment is, or that disease, or that discomfort, or whatever it is, that's actually your body's, like, final call of saying, like, hey, I'm going to break out in hives because I need you to pay attention. But we're going to do it backwards in terms of the impact, and that's intentional because I want you to think about your own body. So I want you to, to take some breaths and make, this, make sure that you're present. And I want you to understand that the energy of how your body is going to respond to how you show up mentally, emotionally, spiritually, it shows up in, in flesh, right? It shows up in your flesh. So pain is nothing but an alarm for us to do something. Let me say that again. Pain is nothing but an alarm for us to do something. So if you have back pain, if you have, if you have respiratory problems, if you have bags under your eyes, right? Like whatever the, the issue is that manifests from your body, it's a telltale sign of we need you to pay attention to what is happening. So when you're holding in energy, right, and a lot of this also comes because we've developed very bad habits. We know that we're eating horrible food. We're breathing horrible air. We're not being intentional about about moving our body, about getting physical exercise. We're not addressing that we need to have proper rest, right? We're not having the right water intake, all of these things. So our body is majority water. I want you guys to just think about this in the physical sense. Our body is debatable. We're gonna we're gonna land at eighty five percent water, right? When is the last time you drank 
a gallon of water just to sustain your body, right? And let me tell you how divine our our physical bodies are. We are so divinely designed that even in our neglect of the gift of life, this is a gift to have this, all right? Even in our neglect, our body still will function for us. So most people are operating in a state of dehydration. Let's just let's just start there. So in in dehydration, and if you as y'all know, I'm a student of SEBI, and and many of us are right. We know that oxygen and mucus is what is causing our ailments within our body. Now we're just talking about our body. So if you know that you're 85% water and you claim that you are on your godhood, you claim that you're on your goddesshood, when is the last time you just connected with water? And it's not, and and let me also say, like, the, the power of water helps you in relief. So as the energy that you have, you're, you got it right. Like, so now you're inflamed, you, you're constipated, you're not right. Like, you got all of these aches and bones, and, you know, all these, these problems that are ha- happening. And your body is depleted of, of life source of water. So now it can't flow. So there's no room for release. So now you're holding, literally, you are full of shit. Literally. Because you're not releasing. This is, again, remember, I'm going backwards. So if your body is doing this, because I want you to connect to your body, when is the last time you drank enough water? When is the last time you actually released what you needed to release? Think about how many times you hold your your urine. That means you're holding something. If you are in the habit of holding and not letting go of something, nine times out of ten, you are backed up somewhere. Nine times out of ten, you might have a headache. You might catch headaches. Nine times out of ten, if you don't know how to release, you've done something physically to your body that is not releasing something. (laughs) Right? So it might be your, your heart is restricted in the way that it beats. It might be that your blood flow won't flow the way it needs to. I want you to think about all of the issues that whoever is telling you you got issues. Think about all of these issues because physically, when you don't release to let go and let flow, you are putting yourself you are putting yourself in in a predicament where your body cannot release either. Right? Like your body is, is not able to fully, fully show up and, 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 and use the processes that were designed for us to, to thrive. Do you want to be, do you want to be at your highest self or are you all right with mediocrity? Because if you're all right with mediocrity, you probably need to stop fooling with me, listening to these lives, doing whatever, because I promise you, I'm going to call you to the God and the goddesses within you. 
I don't want to see you at a king and queen level. You know, we was king and queens when we started first waking up. I don't want to see you at an empress and an emperor level. Where are you tapping into your godness? Right? Well, the, part of that is because we were made in the image, right? And we are not these. Let me, I, I just always have to disclaim this. This is not to be blasphemous. When I'm saying God and goddess, there is one ultimate creator. All right? And what has been breathed into us is the energy of the God and the goddess energy, right? So that is what I'm speaking to. But as we, as we are tapping into our greatness, as we are challenging ourselves, just one question. If we are 85% water, when is the last time you had enough water? And water helps you to release, helps you to let go and let flow. So many things in our universe are, are um, inspired, centered around water, the ocean, the moon, the planets, <laughs> right? You know, I, I've been having um, this conversation with, with y'all know, Mama Lute is my, is my, my eighth food and comb, my right hand. And we've been having really, really, really great conversations about, you know, consciousness and, and folks who, who eat a particular way and folks who like are in these cliques and do whatever, but they're still abusers and they're still womanizers or they're still cheaters or they're still scam artists or they're still, right? Like how do we balance the mix and how do we find that, find the, the balance of understanding that like, in order for us to really tap into what it means to release, sometimes we also have to release what we think is best. Let me say this too. Because too much of anything is unhealthy. Say that again. Too much of anything is unhealthy. And it may not be unhealthy to your physical. It may be unhealthy to the greater whole. Remember last week we talked about the power of us all being interconnected. So if you are not releasing physically, right, you absolutely don't know how to release in communication. You absolutely don't know how to, and if you do, let's say you do, let's say you, you, you skip steps, right? Like you might have emotional intelligence, but your physical is, is horrible because you're not taking care of you. There isn't a, a one-size-fits-all. There isn't a type. There isn't a way. There isn't a whatever it is, but brings you closest to you. Just two things to ask yourself. Last time you had water, and how often are you releasing? Just those two things. Then you can start saying, now where is my pain, Right? Where is my pain? Is my pain in my neck? Is my pain in my chest? Do I need to do some chakra work to cleanse some energy to get something out? Because, y'all, by the time it gets to your physical, it has already attacked all of your other bodies, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, (laughs) right? Figuring out a way to get in tune with your body. Right, and and this is why it's so important for us to know. Uh, I, I'm 
doing some treatments right now, and I can literally feel immediately when something is happening and I'm able to give the report, right, to the practitioner and say, like, this is what's going on in the moment. And she's like, how do you know what – how do you know? Because, yes, this is what should be happening, but how do you feel it? And and she's associating it to being a dancer. Sure. And spiritually, it is important to me that I lead, and I hope that y'all will understand why it's important to release and let go and let flow, that you lead and let spirit guide you. Because when spirit guides you, there is this um, other world that exists that, that, that all of us have access to, but we have, we have shut off. But a part of it is literally what Tay and I have been trying to figure out is like the balance of being present in physical realm and also being very aware and and in spiritual realm. And then that in in between is mental and emotional. And that's the guide and the back and forth and the flow of it all. But being aware enough to know when you are in danger, your body tells you. When you are safe, your body tells you. And you have to know clearly, clearly, mentally and emotionally where you're at because sometimes the the physical response is the same, right? Sometimes you will feel butterflies in your stomach, danger, but that exact same feeling can bring safety. So this is why you have to be clear enough of saying, I need to be I need to have my body in the best possible um, um, physical form it can be because my body is serving as a messenger, as a, as a post, if you will, to all of the energy. It's a receptor to help me be grounded in where I'm at. Somebody comes around me, and I always get an ache in my shoulder. I need to figure out why. Is it their energy? Is it my energy? Do we not mesh? Am I blocking something? Am I holding something? Do I need to release something? Is there some communication that needs to be addressed? All of these things matter. And when you physically get in the habit of releasing, letting go, and letting flow with your body, to the point where you're like, you know what, I need to make sure that I'm eating right. I need to make sure I'm moving my body. I need to make sure I have my water. I need to make sure that I'm releasing. I need to make sure I have my fruits. I need to make sure that I'm eating my vegetables. I need to make sure that I have my beans. I need to make sure, right, that my fiber is, is in check, that I am regular. When you are so conscious and aware physically, it brings a comfort because it's tangible. And see, the reason why, and this is why I wanted to go backwards, is because when you move, a a lot of times in the work that I do, spiritual and and energy work, there's nothing tangible. I can't say, here's the headphones, and these headphones, you can put them in, in your ear, and once you put them in your ear, you're going to be able to connect. I I, I can't do that because the, the work is in the unseen well, let me not say in the unseen, in the um, for the moment, for the moment. And when we begin to 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 connect it to physical, when I can say do this work, 
and watch how you be go how you go regular. Do this work and watch how you'll be exhausted for part of it because that's a part of the cycle, and then you just get a burst of energy. Do this work. Watch your face clear up. Watch your nails start to grow. Your hair start to grow. Watch all of these ailments. Do this work. Do this work. And and uh, so often, so often we need. So another reason why I'm starting backwards is because the tangible, you're you're able to see it when you start taking in deeper breaths, and then you realize all of a sudden inflammation is going away when you start to meditate, and you all of a sudden. You can stretch again, right? When you begin to see within your physical, aha, there's something, there's something that can be moving forward. And so in the release, as you're releasing, as you're, as you're paying attention to your body, I want you to understand that your um, mental, we're going to go to mental, that your mental is so important. See, we tell ourselves stories, we create stories, we create scenarios that just are not true, (laughs) that are not true. Often it is out of protection. We've been hurt, right? Our, our, Our body, our body will respond in a way of, of flight or, 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 um, Y'all know what I'm trying to say. I just went blank. Um, but it, you will either fight or flight, excuse me. So in you trying to flight or fight, your your brain will tell you, because it's not comfortable, because it's not how I want it to be, it is now dangerous. And you will create an entire scenario. And if you don't mentally get to the place that you can say, I am going to release, let go, and let flow. You are always going to be stuck. Now, let me tell you something else. Your mama might have taught you how to do that. Your daddy might have taught you how to do that. Your family may have taught you how to do that. You Habit and comfort are often the biggest things that get in our way the biggest things that get in our way. Because if if we don't tell ourselves whatever justification that we have to do what we don't want to show up for ourselves for, then now that means we got to be held accountable, <laughs> right? Now I have to be held accountable. Your mental, if you don't know how to release mentally the stories that are told, the lies that you tell yourself, the, the excuses, the justification, the, the whole rigmarole where you are going around being able to say, no, 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 I said you're not showing up in your greatest self. You know you should have done this. You know you should have uh, uh, gotten this report done. But you decided to watch Power. You can't blame nobody else for that. That's on you, I said. But the justification, this is what our mental does. 
Let me show you what our mental does when we know it's time to release. Instead of saying, you know what, I did it, that's on me. I will say, I deserve a mental break. <laughs> right? I deserve a mental break. I'm overwhelmed. I don't want to do this. And then I start to hear the self-talk of excuse. Start to hear the self-talk of why I'm saying I don't want to show up in my divinity, why I'm saying I don't want to show up and be my greatest self. And listen, I got some people who are sitting back and like, we waiting on you, I said. You got some people who are saying, we waiting on you, you. But you don't want to show up and be your greatest self. You still you still want to watch power. All the while, everybody on power is being their greatest self. Because they're in flow. They let it go. They've released. Who's waiting on you? And what story are you telling yourself why you can't show up? Because at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's you. What do you need to release mentally? What habits did your mama, did your daddy instilling you that you have now, you continue to perpetuate. And, you know, we we, we be so quick when we were little. Y'all think about when you were little. Y'all ain't never going to be like my mama. I'm never going to be like my daddy. I'm never going to be. And look at, look at you. And here's the other thing. Mentally, the, the system that we're about to address have absolutely nothing to do with, with, with um, material things or money. Nothing. Because you can have, you can be a billionaire and still to do the work of release, let go, to let flow. You can be, have all the material things that you desire and still need to release, to let go, to let flow. Still got ailments happening. That's why these, you know, folks take their lives, ruin their lives, intoxicated all the time, right? You can have, it's not about having, it's about receiving, it's about giving, and it's about surrendering to what the greatest, the greatest, greatest, highest high, the one true creator has already designed for you. And and when you understand that you are the person, not the creator, just like Oprah and Dr. Beckwith was talking about, you say, oh, I've been praying. I've been doing this work. I've been trying and nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. Well, you're saying nothing is happening. What are you speaking? What are you thinking into? Do you trust that you are always safe? When circumstances have caused you to develop safety measures, right? So you have these safety measures in place and still have to balance knowing that you are always safe and you are in the greatest good for your highest best self. And are you willing to be disciplined enough to show up for it? That's the real question. Are you willing to say, this is what I'm going to do? in order to reach who I am supposed to be, and I have to change my thoughts 
so that I can begin to manage who I was designed to be for this entire planet because it's not just for you. It is not just for you. So mentally, what is it that you have to release? A lot of times, a lot of times, it is the foundation of our, um, the installation that was given to us from family, from education institutes, from from all of the institutions that are are not for us, right? They're not for us. So how do you show up mentally to say, I'm going to release this because I don't want it to impact my, my physical being. So the more I'm thinking, the more I'm thinking, oh, these migraines, these migraines, these migraines, what are you welcoming in? Migraines, migraines, migraines. The more you're saying, I got to fill my prescription because I have blah, 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 A, B, C, D, E, F, G, well, what's happening? The more you have to fill your prescription for your A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But the moment you start to say, let me, let me examine what's happening when I get a migraine, it's at this particular time of the month. What's going on with the moon? What's going on with my stress level? What am I allowing to impact? What am I still holding on to? that won't allow me to breathe through whatever stress is coming. I'm not saying that issues aren't going to show up because they do, because they absolutely do. But our test is not in the issue. Our test is in how we address the issue. So, all right, I'm, I'm having these migraines, but guess what? I have not drank water in five months, perhaps. I should examine maybe my sugar addiction needs to be addressed. Maybe. Maybe I need to eliminate these these meats that are just completely shot up with hormones. Maybe because I can notice physically I'm getting a headache the morning after I eat a steak. Or the morning after, I have Chick-fil-A. <laughs> right. Like, this is how you begin to connect and say mentally, I need to change my thinking, but I also need to look at my patterns and look at my habits and challenge myself to do something different. How do you release it? You release it by saying, I am going to be disciplined. I wish I wish it was like some hard trigonometry answer for what does it take for you to be your greatest highest self? It's discipline. It's release, let go, let flow. It's trusting that you're always safe and surrendering to spirit. I wish it was so much harder than that. Cuz sometimes it it can all be so simple but we rather make it hard. And and I don't know, I don't I, I don't make the rules, right? Like I say this to, to folks all the time. I don't make the rules. I also sometimes don't follow the rules. And I and I know the work. And and this is this is the understanding of how do you work in the balance of things of being physically present and and also spiritually aware. Um, okay, let me go to some comments. 
yes, and this case working backwards is genius move relevant to your topic. Thank you. Stories and scenarios rooted in cultural baggage is the reason you have to do a part two to this subject. Mm-hmm. I'll take you to that. I will do a part two to that uh, because it's true. So we're, ta- we're right now we're talking about uh, self and family, um, but but that is absolutely true. There's a there is a cultural baggage that melanated folks on this planet and the stories that we have been told of ourselves, also the stories that, that we tell each other of each other. Yes, I, I agree. I won't even I won't even touch into to that. You're you're right. It does um bring part two. Um, let me see, what's up, Instagram? Hey everybody. Um, Joey, is there anyone on the line? Let me take a minute. Before I keep going, to go through emotional. You got a, you got a, um, somebody with their, a couple of people with their hands. You want to take some calls now? Yeah, we can take some calls. All right. Um, three, three, four, four, five. You're on the line. Hey, hey. Welcome, welcome. Um, just a second. I think I opened a mic. Just a moment. Okay. So I opened a mic for some reason. All right, I'll keep going. We'll come back. We'll come back. Let me go through um, um, emotional and spiritual. So what happens now, this is where the baggage really gets um, stored. <laughs> this is the, our emotional body is where it is the um, U-Haul of the things that need to be released because we have uh, my Angela said people don't remember what you say they remember how you made them feel which is very true I I want you to think about how you feel about whatever it is that you need to release how have you how have you allowed yourself to hold that feeling, expand it, keep it, remix it, rewash it, put it in the microwave, let it thaw out again, cook it again, eat it again, now make it a dessert. Right? Like this is this is literally what happens. So a situation happens. I don't know. I, I don't know. You have the you get laid off, so you get laid off, feeling that it does to you. How you go into your mental, right? Like, oh, what am I supposed to do? I got bills to pay. I got this, right? Start going down the down the list of 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 what is going to happen because you are without a job right now. 
the feeling of devastation, your anger, right, you're hurt, you're frustrated, you can't believe it, you're ready to go fight whoever told on whoever, right? All of these feelings begin to show up. So then what happens because you don't release, you miss an opportunity for you to actually start your business. You miss an opportunity for you to go help an an entrepreneur expand their business. You miss an opportunity to take the, the, the needed time of retreat that you may need to recharge. You, you, you're so impacted by the way that you're feeling that you get far removed from the opportunity. And here's what, here's what is so important, family. I really, really, really need you to understand this. The moment of devastation, often, often, not all the time, but often, immediately after devastation, there is this window that happens. There's a window where it is the greatest opportunity out of the devastation. And are you going to start putting your thoughts into that opportunity? Or are you going to hold on to how you're feeling and how upset you are and expand that? Now, I'm not saying don't process your feelings. That's not what I'm saying. Because I also don't want to create, I don't want to to have this situation where you're feeling like I have this, this scenario that in order for me to create something, but when you are devastated the most, there's this window. I don't make the rules. I don't know why God designed it like this. I just surrender to it. But in your in your greatest devastation, there's this small window. Immediately, it comes literally immediately after the devastation where God says, are you ready to surrender? Are you ready to do the work? Are you ready to be disciplined? And are you ready to be used by me? And are you going to expand that? That doesn't mean that you're not addressing, man, I got laid off and this hurt my feelings. I I might be scared. I don't know how I'm going to do this, right? I'm not saying that those things are not real. I'm saying what are you devoting your thoughts to? And are you surrounding yourself in the environment that is going to nurture you to do that? When when get to the place in your life and I'm I'm so blessed and, and thankful that I'm at this place in my life. When I know that someone's not going to feed into my greatest self, I'm not arguing with you. I just remove myself. Because your path is your path and your journey is your journey. I know I want to be in surrender to God. I've had some devastation, devastation in my thoughts of saying, but I know what I know my God made me to be. And I know these gifts are supposed to be given and are supposed to be shared. I know that I am supposed to help. I know that I am supposed to be a vessel. I know that I am supposed to be loved and give love. I know these things to be true. So when I don't feel those feelings, instead of me questioning anything anymore, I just say, if it's not there, it's not there. Get to that place, and in that moment when those devastations come, then you're able, then you quickly get the lesson, aha, oh, I was laid off, 
because God is putting me in place for my business to thrive. God has just put me in place to where I can help this business thrive. God has now put me in place where I can take the retreat to get my physical where it needs to be. You understand? And so, like, as as soon as you are able to manifest out of your emotional body that you have to hold and expand. There's nothing wrong with holding, and this is what this is why it's so important. Because from spirit, you have to feel it. So if you are expanding on the feelings of frustration, you are bringing about more frustration. So from spirit, spirit moves you. Your emotions feel you. Your thoughts guide it all. Body gives you the proof, right? So as your as your as your 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 feeling the feelings that you're feeling from this devastation, and you're holding and expanding that instead of saying, "Let me feel this," and also let me properly place it where it belongs. Are you frustrated because you got laid off? Now you're coming home to your spouse and you, you're being hurtful, rude, mean, dismissive. When this might be the opportunity that God is saying, you know what, you need more time to recognize that you need to appreciate who you have. Right? But instead of us seeing that moment of, of opportunity, I don't know. I don't know why there's a calm in the middle of the store. I don't know why... You know, you you get a blessing every time you have a devastation, and it comes tenfold. I don't know, but what I do know is that God has never not done it. That's what I do know. What I do know is that every time I have seen devastation within myself, within others, whatever, if they stick to their discipline, if they stick to who they are, if they make sure they get in their water, if they make sure that they get their relief, they always get blessed tenfold. I don't make the rules. I just surrender to them. That's it. And and I also want you to know in your emotional need of relief, it is all right for a little resistance. And you learning a new habit, you are going to have a little bit of resistance. You are going to resist the discomfort. You are going to, that is a natural thing, but it is the getting getting through it. The only way to get over anything is to get through it. There's no skipping steps. So if you're not willing to do the release process, if you're not willing to say, let me release this anger, let me release this this um, grudge, let me release this sadness, let me release this disappointment, let me release my pride, let me release my ego, let me release the need to protect myself and let go so that I can let in forgiving myself, so I can let in love, joy, happiness, health, wealth, right? I don't care what excuses that you make for yourself. Just hold yourself accountable that it's your choice. 
if you choose to not release and do the work, if you choose to not be loving, if you choose, see, this is, I, I, I was, um, if you've taken my soccer class, there's an example in the textbook, and I think I talked about this last week, too, where someone trips and falls, somebody helps, somebody laughs, somebody records. So everything is connected. So how you show up for people when people are in need and how people show up for you when you are in need, all of that is interconnected and all of that is being recorded and being got down to say, here's what your performance was when you were given the gift of this body, of this life in this realm. And we have to make the conscious decision to say, I want to show up. And when we allow our feelings to expand, we get to this is this is the beautiful thing about being a human is that expand my anger or I'm going to expand my love. I'm going to expand I want you I love you enough that I want you happy. I want you successful. I want you prosperous. And I can do this without any angst without any ulterior motive. I can do this because I genuinely want that for you. I genuinely want it for myself. You love for for your neighbor what you love for yourself. You love for, for your brother, for your sister what you love for yourself. And when you begin to understand why something so simple and that interconnected in that emotional tie of not knowing how to release, if you don't know how to release, you are in your own way, and you're going to keep having the same lesson given to you over and over and over. You're just going to get laid off again, right? You're just going to get heartbroken again You just gonna, until you get the lesson that you are so deserving. But in order to be deserving, you have to be giving. You cannot say, I deserve to be treated like a queen, but you don't know how to give king treatment. You can't say, I deserve to be treated like a king, and you don't know how to be, how to give queen treatment. Deserving is a requirement of giving. Excuse me, I take that back. Other way around. Giving is a requirement of deserving. So I'm talking about what you deserve, and you don't even know how to give. Because you don't deserve it if you can't give it. Sorry. Nobody cares about your personal accolades. Nobody cares. That's why I said this doesn't have nothing to do with money. This doesn't have nothing to do with material things. This is how are you showing up in your body to do the work, to, to play your part in this greater good. Finally, how do you release spiritually? In order to release spiritually, you have to be so free of your ego and so free of your pride. And let me say ego, false ego and false pride. Because there is nothing wrong with saying, I, I know what I know about how surrendering to the most high brings the blessings. Right? I know that. I'm, I'm confident in that. That's not my ego talking. That's because I got, te- I got testimonies from all the tests that I've been through. Right? So until you are able to recognize that spiritually, you have got to show up in a way 
that says, God, I surrender. However you use me, just use me. And I am going to trust that process. But now, because I've released mentally, I've released emotionally, I've released physically, now I can, now the quality of my discernment is heightened. Now the quality of me knowing where I'm safe, where I'm not safe is heightened. Now I know when them butterflies come in, ah, is this danger or is this safety? Now I know this because I fully surrendered to the most high and what you want of me to do. False ego is God in me so high that I don't have to surrender to nothing, and I am the only manifestation, the manifester of what it is my life is to bring. Ah, get out of here. Things about what is happening in your life is already written. Already written. Before you even got to this chapter of the book. So so in order to be a good um, publisher of said book, right, like I, I said, you, your life, you are the star, the writer, the director, the producer, but you are not the executive producer. That's, that's, that's for the most high. How do you release to let go? Start small. Just start small. Just start emotionally expanding what it is that you want to feel. So I want to feel love, right? Like, y'all know. I've been on a, <laughs> I've been on a journey because I've never been in love. I've been on this journey of like I want to fit. So what did I start doing? You want to know what I start doing? I stopped listening to. I mean, I never really did, but I met. I changed the algorithm, and I and I had I had a, a, a brother actually make me realize this. Like I changed the algorithm of what comes up on my social media. So I'm I'm. Listening, I'm, I'm following black love. I'm following black marriage. I'm following um, um, healthy communication with your spouse, right? Like I'm following all of these things, and I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this. This is, what, a year and a half ago. I'm doing this work. But y'all saw, because I've been, I've been sharing. I've been being transparent. I don't know what this being in love thing feels like, but I know what I want to experience, and I know what I'm ready to experience. But let me tell you the discipline, baby, that it took. Let me tell you the devastation that it took, baby. Let me tell you all of the things that it took for me to even arrive to say, all right, God, let me surrender. Because there's something great because what I do what I do know is that this isn't my ego, this isn't my pride talking. What I do know is my mama raised wise. What I do know is that I, how do I show up and be in my divine feminine? How do I do right? And I and so I started expanding this feeling. Instead of instead of three years ago when I was in the space of I don't want to I don't want to talk to nobody. I don't trust nobody. <laughs> like, I want to do none of that process of allowing that to happen, but instead of, instead of um, the moment of opportunity after my devastation was do self-work. So now when, the, when another small whatever thought something was going to go somewhere, it doesn't happen, and then there's this small opportunity, and it's like, oh, well, maybe something can happen because in the moment of you being prepared, then you are able to receive. But are you ready to actually show up? That's where the discipline comes in. All right, you got laid off. 
you got laid off. And maybe this is the second time, third time you got laid off. In that moment of opportunity, are you going to process? Maybe you do need to do self-time where you are stepping back and saying, let me actually think about, let me audit the skill sets that I have. Maybe I do need to look at my resume. Do I need more training? Do I need to go back to school? Do I need to do whatever? And then once you say, oh, no, it's time for me to take this moment of opportunity, now you're in the right place at the right time, and you got the job that's you, your dream position. That's being in surrender. I want to be very clear. Release does not mean forget. Release does not mean you don't have a reference of what it means to, or, or, or a, a compass of how to navigate. That's not what release means. A lot of times people, people have this, you know, um, forgive and forget mentality. That, that, that's not even discernment. That's not even wise. Nobody's saying to forget. We're saying look at what you were supposed to learn, how you were supposed to grow, and how you're supposed to surrender to your next phase of ascension. Because every single situation is an opportunity for you to grow. And it feels really, really strange to say that in moments of extreme devastation. But that's just what it is. I don't make the rules. I just surrender to them best I can. Sometimes I don't, though. Sometimes, and, I, and I say it. I'm not ready to do that. I just don't want to do that. And in those moments, being accountable enough to yourself to say, I'm in my ego. My ego is saying, I don't want to do this work. My ego is saying, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to show up and have to do something so new. I want to have control. I'm a Leo, y'all, a Leo woman at that. Listen, what are we doing? Why? Where? How? How much? What are we doing? Where's the itinerary? This, this is this is me. So so, being able to honor my natural self, as I keep I'm gonna keep referring back to this conversation me and Mama Latoya having, and saying, this is what is happening in this realm. But here's how we have to balance it spiritually, and being in surrender enough to say, at the end of the day, spirit will always win. Energy will always win. My ego, my pride, it, it, it flares up as it does for everyone. No, you want to try me? All that stuff. All that stuff comes up. Yes, it absolutely comes up. But are you harboring it? Is, is your emotional state the U-Haul of that energy, that you're expanding it? And now that you're expanding it, now you're in your own way. When it needs to just stay right here. You stay right here, patch take that hoe, you know what I'm saying? Like put it put it back. Say now we gotta expand it to what it is that we do wanna feel, what it is that we do wanna manifest, what it is that we do wanna think about. And so changing your thoughts is part of it, but your emotional self not feeling it, surrendering to it and saying like this is just joy that I want to feel. What are you watching? What are you listening to? What are you speaking of? What are you putting into the world? What are you receiving from the world? What if you listening to if you are listening to music or or TV or whatever and the majority of what you're putting into your brain that feeds your thoughts are not 
nurturing you and guiding you into the thinking and to the the, the highest self that we all need you to be. We all need you to be your highest self. Because I don't know what your connection to my connection, to Jenny's connection, to Ben's connection, to, to, to whatever. I don't, I don't know what it is because you're not showing up in your greatest self. They are. We are. We're trying. We're holding each other accountable. And we need you too. We need you too. Like we need you to show up. But your physical body will tell on you every single time. Your habits, your thoughts, how you're taking care of your body, all of these things are a very clear indicator. And and it's hard, right? Like again, you can be a a, a vegan weightlifter in the greatest shape. But you are an a-hole, and you can be a horrible eater and the most beautiful person in the world. How do we meet these folks where they're at and still say, I still want to see you in your greatest good? How do we get the, these conscious vegan folks who, who just a-holes and think they are, I don't know, I don't know, I, I think they think they make fire. I don't know. But, like, I just, how do we get them to find some humility to get to a place of like hey all of us are connected baby like everybody needs to be connected and then how do we get the folks who are physically in in discomfort are physically or their habits are what we want them to be or we don't how do we get them to still need you in your greatest self and i need you to keep your soul in your spirit <laughs> right like i mean how do we get those two things and how do we reconcile? And the only the only answer is that all of us surrender. All of us surrender. Drink your water. Release your body. Change your thoughts. Feel your feelings. But choose the right feelings to feel and surrender to spirit. And remember, there's only two vibrations. Um, before we go to the lines, I want to just stress this. There are only two vibrations. We talk about our emotional body so much, so much so much. I feel this, and I feel like this, and I feel like there's only two things. There's only love and fear. That's it. Every other feeling is an iteration of these two. Love and fear. Think about it. Hate is fear. Like is really love. It's just we don't want to, we are so um, far removed from our natural state that instead of ain't no such thing I tell people this all the time if you like someone love has to be present and maybe you're not in love maybe it's not this full development of love but there is some type of love present if you like someone I personally and I encourage everyone to do this. I don't get off the phone with nobody in my life without saying I love you. Because it's not I like you. Oh, all right, let me talk. No, I'll talk to you later. I like you. No, I love you. I genuinely love you. And the scale of, of the magnitude of that love, there's no, this, this, and let me to, to also kind of put myself out there, 
this is also a reason why he's like this. Being in love is weird and it doesn't make any sense because how can you get out of it? You don't get out of love. And if you do, you're just jumping into fear. But whatever, that's a whole nother show. We'll do that. We'll do that show in two weeks because we got a part two of this, right? So if you are going to actually show up, y'all, remember that there's only two emotions. So when we get stuck in our emotional baggage and in our emotional, all you really got to ask yourself is, am I operating from fear or am I operating from love? I promise you. I promise you, all of the negative feelings are rooted in fear. All of the beautiful feelings are rooted in love. It's only two vibrations. Nothing more, nothing less. Either I love you or I fear you. And here's the other thing. We we have put this connotation of fear to make it like there's a form of weakness. If I know that we don't vibe, I absolutely fear you. So in fearing you, I'm going to protect myself, but also protecting you, which is also a form of love. I fear that if I keep trying to force a square into a circle, it's going to bring results that are not going to be aligned with who I want to be in my life. So let me go on and keep it pushing, boo. And this is, this is, this is, Lord, you said I'll be so simple. But we make it hard. We do. So much easier. And it's uncomfortable. It it pushes you. It makes you have to show up in ways that you've never shown up. It makes you have to be vulnerable and recognize, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I'm going to get this done. But I know that I've already seen the vision. I don't know what I'm doing, and I don't know how I'm going to get there. But what I do know is that I've already surrendered so I can clearly see what my role is. I can clearly see what is going to happen. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know. And that's why that's what Dr. Beckwith was talking about. That's the life visioning. That's the life visioning of you saying, let me just vision and feel and expand those feelings so that I can actually tap into it. All right, Joey, you go ahead and let's open up the line. I'm on, I'm in the zone. All right, let's go to uh, 334-405. We got a line. Let's get their mics open up now. Three three four. Go ahead. Still not opening up a mic. Hold on a second. Hmm? So they're still not opening up their mics. Hold on a second. Let me try to. Just a second. Shared your live too on Facebook. That's how oh, I got on. thank you. 
I wanted to see if I can get a message from Spirit, a little guidance. All right, let's see. Oh, Kiki, you have been doing work, Spirit. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, I am so proud of you. Oh, you feel yes. so, yes. Oh, you did some releasing. All right, so they're saying that um, you did some good releasing and that you uh, don't don't beat yourself up when you feel like you make a step backwards. Like mm-hmm. you're still progressing, you're still moving forward. Like they're they're saying like your you really did some work. It's been it's been a few years since I've spoken to you, so this it's is been like, a while. It's been a while, so like you, you are super clear. Like I, listen, there was so much. You have full, you've done some good work, sis. They are saying like congratulations, like keep going. Um, mm-hmm. You are about to get really blessed. I don't know if you, um, if it, if um, something something major is about to happen. I don't know if it's a move or it's a new job, but it's something major, like a big shift that if you've been trying to manifest for a little while and put some work into um you've been you've been really, really disciplined, like they're showing me uh God, even with eating, like you just like they're just really showing that you've put in a lot, a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm definitely looking forward to some type of change, you know, some kind of some kind of shift because I feel like I'm kinda at a loss at times. Mm-hmm. Like, I, know I don't something know something is coming. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how long you were listening, but in the beginning, um, the clip that we opened up with, we Michael Beckwith was talking about when you when you're in that moment of you're not who you used to be, but you're not mm-hmm. quite who you're building up to be, right? So you're in that mm-hmm. space, which is why the messages right now are so encouraging because they want you to like don't don't feel like because you're not where you want to be quite yet that you're not still being poured into because you are. Okay. You see what I'm so like you just you're in that um you're in that transition stage and so it's but but it's coming. Like it's it's very much coming. It doesn't really feel so much like a mood. It might it just feels like a shift that is that is uh, associated with money and 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 happiness and joy, right? So it does. It might that might not necessarily mean a physical move. It may. Mm-hmm. It could also mean like just you're shifting everything, and like the last little bit of the things that you need to do are are happening. Right, some action, some movement taking place. Because yes. I've been feeling yes. like I've been stuck. Yes. I received that. Thank you so much. You are welcome. So good to hear your voice. Kiss them babies for me, please. Well, they're probably they're not babies no more. Last time I talked to you. Yeah, I will. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Oh, she's been with me for years, too, Joey. Years, years. All right, we can go back to the line. 
If you're on the line or if you want to get on the line, let me tell you what the number is, 515-606-9793. Go ahead. If you're on the line, press 1 so Joey knows to bring you in. Or if you are on Instagram or Facebook, 515-606-9793, call in and press 1, and you can join the conversation. Tell me what you thought about tonight, or you can get a read. Yep, two six seven two five four. Mike open. How you doing today? I'm well. How are you? Fine. Uh, I'm going through. I'm think, I'm going through career changes right now, and I need to know. A social worker. A social worker. Social worker of my alley. Is social work up your alley? Yeah. Uh, like I've been, I've been a janitor on my job for 16 years. I just want to do something else. Um, yes, but it's not the only thing. I hope you know that it's not just social work. It's not. So it's 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 it is social work, but it's also like what they're saying is to make sure that you are paying attention that you're it, it's social work is a part of it. I don't know if you're do if you're doing something around like um some type of prevention work. I don't is it like um, it feels like it's youth based but it also kind of feels like a little bit of reformer work. So, like, but it's, yes, yes, it's in your work, but also be open that you're going to get called to something even bigger. Like, what do you see me doing? You don't know, you, you, you don't know. Yeah, no, I can't really tell. I know it's, I, it's, it's something around advocacy, but it's really, like, prevention. Like, I don't know if it's youth by Mental health? Mm. I mean, I guess it could be that, but it, it's, I mean, the message is like prevention. Like you're going to be doing prevention work. Okay. But I mean, that's social work. So, yeah, it's, yeah, social work is there, definitely there. But like helping people, stopping people from going down a path that is right. that to be destructive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling. All right. <laughs> I you see anyone else on the line? Energy is funny. Nope. All right. Well, if there is no one else on the line, um, I want say thank y'all for joining uh we will be back here in a week with part two and we're going to talk about the community and how community shows up and and what that means uh, when we're talking about release let go and let flow and how to show up in a way where we can begin to build the institutions that we need uh, i definitely plan on sharing uh how we've done that and incorporated it into the pack and also how i've had to release 
let go and let flow. I've had to let go of students and families and and, and uh, money and all types of stuff. So I'll I'll go into greater details about why it's important for us to get past. Um, the stories and the, the mantras that have been told to keep us in the position that we are as a community and the options that we have from um, our sovereignty. I'm going to always say I am a proud national of Mexican Moore Empire and also building your own institutions and how do we do that in a way that we can navigate um, creating what it is that, that our folks really need. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Do your release work. Drink your water. For the next week, y'all, drink at least a half a gallon. If you can't do a gallon a day, drink half a gallon for me. Watch how you're releasing. Go move your body. Change some physical habits. Change your thoughts. Expand your feelings. And surrender unto the most high. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all. Be well. And we will see y'all. Joey, let them know where they can find you. Um you still have shows happening to make sure that you're still supporting. Yep, no doubt. Uh, we're here every, uh, let's see, Thursday is a metaphysics show. Friday is open forum. Uh, and Sunday is the bottom line. We are going to uh, law and credit and a lot of other useful information to help uh, your nationality and things like that. And um, our set, of course, is uh, every Wednesday. Our shows start at, uh, well, except for our set, the show starts at 7 p.m. Our set show starts at 10. And um, that's what it is. Hope to that's what it see is. you there. And thank you, And Joey, also for go on podcast. You can listen on podcasts or you can go back to, uh, if you go to podcast, type in New Evolution Radio. Or if you uh, go to Blog Talk Radio and search for New Evolution Radio, you can go back and listen to all of our old shows. Yes, yes. I'm so thankful for my brother Joey. He does, he pours into us tremendously. Um, make sure that you are being mindful of how he pours in, continuing to support us. Um, thank you, Joey. I love you. And uh, we will see you. y'all next week. See y'all next week. Peace to the gods. <laughs>